Hello and welcome to the All About Valley podcast. This podcast is sponsored by KO Financial, specialists in mortgages and protecting your family's finances. Whether you're looking for the best mortgage for you or want to make sure you and your family aren't struggling if you're seriously ill or pass away, call KO Financial on 0141-447-0290 or email advice at ko-financial.co.uk. I will include this information in the show notes. But it's just like, I, um, this is what Paul does every week. Like, I'm just sitting talking to somebody and he's like, we're recording. And I'm like, fuck's sake. Thanks for what I like to swear. Ah, yeah, you can, do, you can say it in. Do you want to say it? I don't really. Right, that's mean, good. Why would you do something? Should I take my out? See, I don't know. I feel like a celebrity or something. <laughs> do you feel like a celebrity? Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, just, oh. just like, oh, well. Uh, well I know. I suppose, like the more you, the more you do it, the more you just kind of start thinking about how many people are actually listening. To this yeah, like thing. I'm being watched. <laughs> what, what are you? You know what they're going to think. But like, I know. We try and once you get into it, it's not as like you. Start, yeah, that was like when I was on my life. I was like, there's twenty people watching me make my dinner. And I'm shitting myself. <laughs> but I was saying, was it six hours? So. I know. How did you, how did you do that for six? I can barely do this for an hour. Never been doing that for six hours. By. Like it just fla- before I knew it was two in the morning. I was like, I need to go to my bed. Like I was procrastinating, not writing an essay. All right. Okay. Um. Well, if I was just jumped into this, I've not even said hi yet. I know. <laughs> 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 I've seen you since twenty twenty. Oh no. Twenty. What, what year is it? <laughs> twenty nineteen. <laughs> what the hell? I've not even smoked that joint. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite bad. That was quite bad. Um, um, no, you're not seeing you since 2020. No, I know we uh, we actually met to speak about how what we're going to talk about in this, yeah. and it's it's kicked off a bit more wild than a <laughs> more wild. I mean, I'm like I've actually been preparing for this. Well, we've not even been preparing. We've been planning it for like six months. I'm still uh, don't feel prepared. Don't know what to talk about. I know, but that's one of the things you realise when you're doing it. It's like you 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 can prepare a lot of the times, but sometimes you just end up. Talking about something completely different than yeah. what you thought you were going to talk Unrelated. about. Unrelated. Exactly. Um, but I, I feel like I should introduce you in some way. <laughs> so like, Hi. I feel like I know you. I'm Plantmore. <laughs> you're Plantmore. <laughs> but every time I go to call you Plantmore, I think about vegan fake first. I know, but I had to, I get rid of that. But that's a whole other story. You could talk about that if you want. Right, okay. I get rid yeah. of the vegan freak. I get rid of the vegans not in my name anymore. Is that yeah. like a branding thing? When KFC I would say it's a branding thing. Yeah. When they start when they start calling KFC just KFC and not Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was like a, I'm they, not sure. Like my main time they started doing that thing where they I don't know if this is this real? Is this true? I, I should know. know that if it's about branding. It was like they called it I mean it was always Kentucky Fried Chicken, but I'm pretty sure they just call it KFC. They don't call oh, it really? that anymore. The actual name is just KFC itself. KFC. Oh there you go. Um, but everybody knows it's Kentucky. What a weird thing to bring up in comparison to you saying your I know about <laughs> being vegan. I know no, I took a vegan out my name. I'd not even uh, yeah, I would say it as a branding thing. Because I got I got hacked, do you remember? Most people try to get money if you everybody and whatever, so I thought it's just a good cha- time to change my name. But I wanted to change my name for ages anyway because I just felt like it was as if it was only for vegans mm-hmm. and it had negative connotations. But the reason I took that name anyway was because that's what they used to call me in McDonald's. They're like, oh, you're oh, just a wee vegan hippie freak. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's what they used to call me. So, um, yeah. so I don't know. Just embraced it. Just embraced it. But then I got rid of it because I thought 
But there's a lot of problems with veganism as well, do you know what I mean? A lot of people don't like it and whatever, but I just want to encourage a nice, healthy life. You don't need to be vegan to do that, but obviously uh. vegan is the way forward, doesn't it? But you don't... It's because there's that, like, people think it's black and white, you're either vegan or you're a mad murderer. And it's like, that's not exactly how it is. And even if you are vegan, you're still contributing to bad, so just shut yeah. up. <laughs> like, well. so... Because well, a lot of vegans can't really acknowledge that though as well, what you just said now. Yeah, it's so easy, but like see when you go vegan, it's so easy to become a Karen about it because you <laughs> see so much stuff that nobody else knows and you think, fucking hell, like, <laughs> like, uh, I, I, like everybody needs to save the world and go vegan, but then you start learning other things and then you're like, mm, there's actually a lot of other problems here as well that you need to sort first. So I don't know, I've, mm. I've, sto I've stopped, I well, I wouldn't say I've stopped identifying as a vegan. I've stopped, um speaking about being a vegan so much like just be plant-based aye so that's why that's it's, it's impossible to be vegan it's impossible to be vegan and so many like mad militant vegans will just like attack you for stuff and it's like well i'm doing more than most <laughs> like for something like say like i'm wearing leather shoes right now but i've had them for 10 years do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. what's the point in going and buying new stuff like it was all about it's just, I don't know it depends I think it depends on your reasoning for being vegan if it's for the animals or the environment or whatever I'd do it for a multitude of reasons <laughs> well why don't we go through then, then a little bit like what, right. what are your reasons for being vegan well I first started it well I went veg right so I tried to go vegetarian a few times and failed because I'm just a pure grubber like I always have been and then I did it for Lent I gave up red meat and then the next year I went vegetarian and then the next year I went vegan for Lent. And then when I went vegan for Lent, I stuck with it. And then you ca I kind of went backwards as well, I went veggie again and then I went vegan again. But I went vegetarian first. So I was trying to like wean myself off and I was like trying to become a new person and whatever, like full, full awakening, like so much had happened. Um, I denounced myself for religion. <laughs> Became a vegetarian, chopped my hair off, broke up with my long-term boyfriend, told all my pals to fuck off. <laughs> Basically just had a meltdown, but like in a good way, and I was just a new person, and then I became a vegetarian, and then I went vegan for Lent, and then I stayed vegan when I went to the farm. So then on, when I was... I, I genuinely fully thought that I was going to go back to being a vegetarian, but I was just kind of like part... I was basically veggie, but, you know, it's hard, you know what I mean? Like I'd have a bit of chicken or something, but I wouldn't do that now. But I fully thought that I would go back to eating cheese and whatever else, but I just thought, no, I love this. I, like, I want to keep doing it because I noticed the difference. Like, going to the gym and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. and obviously, you're up your tank in the gym. <laughs> you would actually out-gym me right now, and I see myself as a gym girl, but not right now. Like, not right now, but yeah. being... Have you... How was your plant-based thing going on? Yeah, I did that. and So I did it all in January. Right, good for and, you. And, and I'll admit that I, can, I fell at the vine a wee bit. Oh, did you? But, because it was... It was good. Like I, I did feel like I did feel like a change, but I felt like it was because more because of the fact that I went from like when you're eating bad, like when you're not when you're not vegan and you're eating just eating shit, and then you go vegan and you're eating well. Yeah. Like that was what the big difference was. It was actually it was, it was going vegan was a big part of it, but it was also like the fact that I was eating more veg and more. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Like that's the same as me. Like I think. I started, I went vegan because, right, so I worked at McDonald's mm -hmm. and I was getting chubby because I was addicted to chicken selects. Like, every time I walked by, I was just eating a chicken select, like, honestly. And then I thought, right, fuck this. Like, I am 
I need to just cut out meat altogether because I'm actually addicted to chicken mm. slugs and double cheeseburgers. <laughs> like, you can't be eating three double cheeseburgers every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is not <laughs> good. So I thought, right, fuck this. I'm going vegan. And then I did the vegan for Lent and I loved it. And then I stayed with it and I lost tonners away. And I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, that would be the <laughs> then. And then I started, like, I didn't, my first reason wasn't really for the animals. It was for, I can't really actually remember, but I remember I was sitting, so it was with my ex-boyfriend. We were at a birthday party, at, like a family gathering, and I was like, all right, I'm going vegan. And they all just kind of laughed at me, and they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, no, I am, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, and they were like, well, there's nothing vegan here, but they're veggie, so there's veggie food. And I was like, right, well, fine, I'll go veggie first. And they were like, oh, ask me, like, why do you want to go vegan and stuff like that? And I was like, just, I've just seen a lot of stuff. Like, I was, just, we were so unhealthy. Like, at that mm. time in my life, I was so unhealthy. But I went to the gym in that. But I didn't know anything about nutrition. I didn't know anything at all, really. I was just wondering why I was not losing weight when I went to the gym, but it was because I was eating a lot of shit. Mm. But I gave up meat altogether because then I thought, I can't eat kebabs or burgers or nothing like that. You can now, like you can now. But my sister did, she went vegetarian for January. So she, wait, did you go vegan or veggie? Vegan. Oh, well vegan. done, good for you. Uh, she went um, veggie for January and she was like, what the hell, I thought it was supposed to be healthy being a vegan. And I was like, it was, like it, 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 it used to be. But now there's just so much stuff, like it's, it's hard. So it's actually hard to Aye. say no um, to all the stuff, but. I I started like I actually went to the doctors because I lost that much weight and I was like doctor I'm worried like I've never like I've never been fat but I've always I went to the gym and I struggled to lose weight like I would put on weight and need to go to the gym to keep it off do you know what I mean mm. and I went to the doctors and I was like I'm so skinny like I've never been I was nine stone and I'd never been that heavy like since I was about 13 or something and I was they were like well what have you been eating and I told her I was like just been eating like couscous and sushi <laughs> and she was like well do you not think that's why then and then she just basically told me you've lost weight because you've been eating well and I was like there you go then and I was like I suppose I'll just keep eating well then but um yeah, I didn't really do it for the animals or anything like that at first. I just done it because I'd, uh, I'd heard it was healthier and heard about plant-based diet and all that. So then I tried it and then I loved it. And then I learned about animals and watched a couple of documentaries and then I just couldn't unlearn what I learned. I was like, shit. I was like, I can't. Like, it does stay in your conscience. But then people say, like, especially when you're arguing with people on the internet, they'll say, well, I've been to a slaughterhouse and it doesn't affect me. And I'm like, right, first of all, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, dude. Like that's just that's not that's not true. But um, thingy, I can unlearn what I learned because it stayed in my conscience. But people say, well, I love animals and whatever. But I used to say that, like, I love animals, and it's not that you don't love animals, but you don't. You actually do something changes in your brain, like something switches, like you do. You awaken because you see things in a global scale. Like, mm. have you watched Cowspiracy? No, I've not watched it fully. I've heard of it though. I, I, actually, I'm scared to watch the new one that came out uh, yesterday. Sea Spiracy. I'm actually right. scared because see, right now, like right now, I'm actually in a good place with veganism and all that. Like, mm -hmm. I feel good about life, whatever. But I know if I go and watch that, I'll be raging again, and I'll be a Karen <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> like, like, like it, it does actually enrage you. But that's why I, actually, I can only like to talk about it in like a positive light. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, see, when people start talking about like you're a murderer and all that, and you're like, that's regressive do you know what i mean that's mm -hmm. not progressive at all like you're not like that's not how i went i didn't go vegan because people were shouting in my face yo you're a murderer you need to go vegan blah blah uh -huh. blah yeah I, I, like cause i just try and show people how like healthy it is and how delicious food can be and whatever and like even like with fashion and that 
like try to be more sustainable but people like to nitpick and to say oh but you do this you've got a wooden wardrobe that would get killed in orangutan or whatever it's like by nature the world is not vegan but you can do that's why i've took a vegan out my name and stuff like that because there's too many opportunities for people to nitpick and say you're not a vegan so mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I would say that i'm vegan like I, I like all the values and whatever like they are yeah like my belief system and stuff like that but there's some things that you, it's not black and white do you know what i mean there's a lot of gray areas like things especially in fashion like i would 100 percent say wear secondhand leather then buy something new do you know what i mean because that's a mm. whole other issues with the fast fashion industry so there's so much to go through so there, much like, so much it was so quick then i was like man i need to get a co-host or something for this <laughs> <laughs> no but i like what you're saying about the idea that the like do you think that everyone sees there's a certain there's always an extreme group in every group so like yeah so like how people there's like a section of vegans as there is like a section of every kind of group that just takes it too far it's like yeah i don't know because see like sometimes i try and look at everybody's point of view Ah, like see the actual extreme vegans yeah i do i agree with them but i just don't think that's the way to go about it like i 100 percent agree with a lot of what they're saying like what they're saying is true but you can't that is not the way that you went vegan so why are you trying to get other people to go vegan like that it's not yeah it's not going to work do you know what i mean and especially like people pure bully vegetarians <laughs> and it's like like why like most vegans went veggie before they went vegan so why are you even like I, they act as if it, you've not had what 20 30 40 like i have so much respect for older vegans because think about how much conditioning they've had like they've seen farming go from like kind of small family farms and all that to like global mm-hmm. shit like my mum's always like what the hell the food these days is just too good like the food doesn't used to be like this it's, it's just addictive like but i was actually watching a thing when i was waiting earlier um i can't remember the guy's name he's an american guy he does a lot of like speaking and he's such a good speaker like and he was like oh well you got a burger and put more meat on it extra meat extra cheese extra like everything's just about putting extra 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 everything but and that's like a that's like a full capitalist thing isn't it and like greedy society but then somebody actually asked me the other day on tiktok do you not think it's bad that veganism's been exploited for capitalist profit and it's like well yeah but what can you do like it's a capitalist uh, society yeah. like you'd obviously rather people were starting vegan businesses than not vegan businesses but i just i wish there was more like programs in place to help farmers go plant-based yeah you know i mean yeah well, I really like that because it's the idea that like you're you're trying to put it across in a way that's actually going to accomplish what you're looking to accomplish from it. Well, yeah. like people say things and it's like you're not none of what you just said there is going to make that person do. It just you makes just, you angry. Ah, exactly. It just, it just like it, it, I think it's a big problem in a vegan community is a lot of vegans against other vegans, and it's like you're not even working together mm-hmm. to get people to do. I, I don't know. Like it's so that's like that's why I've stopped saying. Like, I'm a vegan, took vegan out my name and things like that. Like, it's just, people don't like it. Some people do like it. Some people don't like it. But then I think it's like, see, especially if you're starting a business or something, it's really hard to pinpoint, like, how to market a vegan business. Like, who are you going to target? Vegans or everybody? But I don't know. It's one of those, it's an emerging market, isn't it? But it's only getting bigger and going to dominate it. <laughs> of course. I mean, your page is doing really well. Like, you've put out some great stuff. Yeah. But- where did the actual idea come about to actually like post about 
where you get your food in, like making the food and showing people, like you do reviews and things like that. Like, um, where you basically, do that? I couldn't stop posting pictures of my dinner, and everybody says you should make a food page, so I made a food page, and then I realised quite quickly actually that brands were going to send me stuff to promote, and I was like, right, I'm an influencer, <laughs> <laughs> so now that's what I want to do. Like, I want to, I, I don't know how my TikTok is, just, but the TikTok is not went big because of veganism at all. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with well. The first video that went viral was vegan. That was the Kunso coconut oil video. Do you oh, know what I'm talking I, about? <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the one that I went for like about 10 followers to 7,000 followers. And I was like, what the hell? What? And then I know it was crazy. And then um, just for there, it's just kind of built. But it's not really, I don't, people don't care about it on there. Not really. <laughs> but then yeah. on my live, people were asking me a lot of questions about veganism and all mm-hmm. that. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, that's actually people that do, are actually interested. But people just, like, you use TikTok, yeah? See, to be honest, I I've, I've just made a TikTok for this the other day. Oh, but, did you? But oh, I'm not even for it. I've not, I've, not really, I've not posted it yet, but the reason why I've stayed off it for so long is because of the fact that I'm so... Harder. I can just see myself being pure scrolling all day, oh, every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, and I'm... I'm hyper aware of that. Like, yeah. see the now. Well, actually, the now. I think because I'm sat with people and we're talking, I don't really care about that social media world, right? But see, if I was sitting myself, like, and I, like yesterday, I was sitting typing a essay, and I was actually scared in case somebody comments something bad on my video because people are ruthless on TikTok. Mm, yeah. They're so bad. <laughs> like, people actually have some nerve on there, but um, yeah, they don't. The vegan on tiktok i don't know like i need to try and put more veganism or plant-basedism <laughs> into my tiktok because uh, that's not why i've got hundreds of followers on tiktok that's just because if you've been stupid like stupid videos that people think's funny do you know what i mean yeah. but um on instagram i'm trying to grow the instagram because but it's, it's actually done quite well like People have actually sent me stuff in that, and it's so fun like, it's just, like somebody had said to me i was just starting to post like pictures of food and all that and then there was another girl I knew that done it as well and she was like oh the goal is to be sent free food and I was like "Ooh!" <laughs> so I never even thought of that like I was just I was just um wanting to post my food but then I realized and then quickly people started asking uh, I got these pizzas yeah. last week and they were banging actually so good did you see them yeah, the Italian yeah I, see, ones. I was wondering where you got them man the vegan pizza so good right and I, I swear to god right I have never been paid to do anything right but and I do brutal reviews like I'll tell you I've mm, told yeah. people your stuff's good and I've told people it's shite <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, but then how is it going to get better if you don't tell them it's shite do you know what I mean uh, like yeah, um so I'm quite passionate about giving honest reviews right these pizzas I honestly the first time in years that I've actually had a pizza and thought wow like that's a pizza. I was like, yeah. an actual real pizza, and it was such a good pizza. It's like really like authentic and like Italian. The base was just amazing, and I was eating it with my pal, and even he was saying like, "What the hell? That's so good!" Like, and he he's like a very chicken nugget and chips kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but these pizzas were just stunning. Like, oh, they were just amazing. And then I had they gave me so they gave me two ready made, and then they gave me two to cook myself, and you just put them in the oven for like five minutes. And I took one home to my mum and my mum was even like, oh, and my mum's quite a weird eater as well. Like, and they were just, honestly, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> I was like, I will 100% buy that again. And I seen, uh, there's a vegan pizza drive-thru. Oh, really? Um, but it's in, it's a way past Balfron. 
so it's like towards Loch Lomond, but I work in Strathlane, so I can go after work. Right. So excited. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're making me hungry then, man. I've, I've not, do you know I've not had it in tea? No. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> um, I don't think that you were just going to like light this camera action. <laughs> now, now I'm on a podcast. How it works, then, I think. I, mean, I, I, know. I, was, I was planning on tucking my socks into my boots, <laughs> and now I'm already being filmed. <laughs> This is honestly, Paul will tell you every podcast we do. I'm never like, I'm never, anytime he starts recording it, I'm never like ready to go right that second. But I always end up talking about something else and then we start and yeah, he has to cut it or something. Um, <laughs> but you just kind of get, you kind of get used to the idea that once everything's set up, they just, you just go like, Stephen, but like when, when John Harson came in the other day, like, I, I felt like I needed like half an hour to process that he was here. I know, I know. And then it was like, but before I knew it, like we just were talking and it was recording, and I was yeah. like, "All right, okay." And that's so class. Do you know about? you have actually got some people on this, like really good. We, like you've grown that so fast. Like I actually feel, but I don't know how to describe how I feel. But you ask me for tips on how to do social media, and I'm like, "No, you give me tips because <laughs> you've grown so quickly, like so fast." But then I, you are I mean, doing something like really valuable. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was kind of uh, thanks. I mean, that's very nice to say. Like, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> Paul's, Paul's a big part of that. To be fair, Paul it helps me a lot with a lot of stuff. And and my thing was because I remember when we talked the first time, I was like, I want to make this bigger. I want to get uh, these people on. And, and yeah, that was such a good day. Like just chatting about like good, valuable stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that that's kind of what it's all about. Like, see what you're saying about not wanting to put right in the vegan bracket too much, and you could. Yeah. Be able to like expand on things. My thing was that I didn't want the whole thing to be like had to be about disability and mental health yeah. only. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like the point isn't that I'm in a wheelchair, the point is that you don't you shouldn't see that I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. So do, do you I know do not what? actually see since do you know what I mean? meeting you and being pals with you, I have actually learned a lot about disabled people that I wouldn't even have thought before. Like I watched this programme, I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically a documentary about the history of disabled people and I was actually shocked. I was like, what on earth? I was like, what the hell? Like, why is that even, like, why is nobody talking about that? And it wasn't until I actually started speaking to you that I actually started realising, like, looking through the perspective is, is not that you're not meant to be a part of society, it's that society's not built for you. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. society's built against you and it's not fair. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's about making things more accessible. Exactly, and, and I remember telling you that, I remember you being like, oh, and, 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 it was something I wasn't even because see for the longest time I thought it was my fault. This yeah. Is, that's how un, that's how unknown that is though. Is that, is that even people that are disabled are, are a lot of us are stuck in this mindset of it's our fault. Yeah. Because everything's so we're so pushed against it. It's like it's almost easier to say it's your fault than try to fight this mammoth. Yeah, like you're apologising for like who you are basically. <laughs> exactly. Which you um, should never do. And we're really. In 2021, we're the only people that are really like not, they don't have a, we don't have a voice or, or, or a fight against it. Like you see, every sort of situation, there's bad things happening all the time, but at least those bad things are getting discussed. Yeah. Whereas with disability, it's so, it's not even in the stratosphere of the discussion that you have to be like, hold on a minute here. I, 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 like we're here too. Aye, like because. It's very misunderstood, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and even even that whole idea, like I said, like, having to learn that for myself, the idea that it wasn't my fault, you know what I mean? It's not, 
Yeah. If I get if somebody treats me like shit for being in the wheelchair, that's not my fault. That's because um, we we look at we 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 present it in a way that's this vulnerable. You can't do anything way. And even when you've got guys like no you, <laughs> <laughs> you're a man tank. Um, but I like that's what the whole point of it is, is to, to be like anybody can do anything really. And see, even you're saying about the whole like you had this kind of awakening and you were going through all this stuff and then you, yeah. you realized that you wanted to be that that even it's like see something like that see the idea of being feeling a certain way about yourself in your life and then being able to see it differently by being like able to look at yourself and acknowledge these things and work on yourself yeah self-awareness uh, the, is key uh, like that in itself is what all about ability means is what I'm trying to make it mean in the sense of like it's it's not just about disability. It's like the idea that we all have things to to figure out, and and, yeah. and once you're able to focus on the things that you're able to do, you can be able to figure that out more. Yeah, definitely. I mean? I, there's such this idea of like perfectionism. It's not it's exactly. not sustainable and it's not achievable. So there's no yeah. point in it. Like I'm actually very hyper aware right now that of like my position. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. see. Like what three four year ago, everyone else having a mad awakening. I stopped being religious and started being spiritual. I was in a much better place. No, no, no. I would say that I'm in a very, I was in a very similar place then and what I am now. Like you do things that you're scared of. Like see at that time when I was like, I was like changing as a person. Like it was definitely like a butterfly moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I was purposely doing things that I was scared of. Because I was reading a lot of like spiritual texts and things like that, um, and it's kind of that analogy of the caterpillar, and it's painful to break through, but you need to do it to become mm-hmm. the butterfly. Um, and anything that I thought was going to harm me, I would just kind of switch my mindset and thought, right, fuck, this is scary. I'm going to do it because right, it's going to. Because I've done three scary things there, and something good's come from it. Um, and I did that again, like see, leaving my job. See, when I worked at McDonald's, I worked there since I was at school, hated it. Because the more vegan I got, the more I hated it, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's so bad, but I was so scared to leave it. And then I finally left it. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. Like, it's fuck, fuck. Like, because um, even, like, even if you're a, a, like, a risky situation, like, you should always take a risk. Like, always 100%. Because you always end up in a better situation and I'm quite hyper aware right now that I'm in a situation like that right now where I've got choices to make and I'm like can I just stay here or there's all these other choices that I can go out and grab and I'm kind of in a position like that right now where I'm doing things that are scaring me like just because I know there's yeah. something good like because even if the thing is like even if you don't succeed or whatever then just do it again just do you succeed next time doesn't matter you can't learn if you don't you can't learn from your mistakes if you don't make them Exactly, and it's this idea that you can't make mistakes is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you definitely can. Like that's the other thing. Like people, I try and be quite transparent, but people will judge you for things, and it's like, well, you're too shite bag to even say you made you made a wrong decision. Do you know what I mean? You're too shite bag to even admit it. Whereas I'm coming forward and saying, right, I fucked up. I've done this wrong. Blah blah blah. Also, here's how I'm going to fix it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's much braver. Than like hiding from it. Yeah. Then everybody hides from things. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody turns a blind eye to things that they've done wrong or well, what the, other people have done wrong. The, I mean, the problem is, is that you get, you know, I remember being like that, but you get, you just get defensive. Yeah, I defensive. Think. I used to be very defensive. I, I still am. Um, but 
I used to kind of have this, I used to be quite, like, I could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just uh-huh. see, I look back now and I'm like, I've done a lot of wrong. Whereas now I'm like, I'm willing, I'm actually willing to do wrong. Do you know what I mean? I'm willing to do wrong to um, do better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, when it comes to like um, spiritual things as well, I, but see, when I was on my live the other night, they, they would not let me go. Right? They just wouldn't let me go and they were wanting me to talk about spiritual things. And I was like, I don't even post spiritual content anymore. Like, I post stupid content. Um, but I used to post a lot of spiritual content. And I was just kind of saying, like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in a position to share right now. Like, I'm doing a lot of practicing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I, I'm not, uh-huh. I'm doing a lot of unlearning and relearning mm. because I realized that like see we like new age spirituality and all that um there's a lot of um like colonization cultural appropriation things like that and I obviously I want to be a yoga teacher and but I don't want to be a yoga teacher for exercise purpose um that's just one very small part of it and I had realized that everything that I know is like everything that I don't want to be so like I feel like right now I'm doing a lot of like unlearning everything that I know to yeah. relearn it so that I can be authentic. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I'm willing to make a mistake. I'm willing to ask a question that might offend somebody so that I can then apologize and say, right, well, here's I'm willing to learn about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, you can't help like your conditioning or your education, whatever. Like you don't you don't really choose that. Do you know what I mean? But when you come become aware of it, then you can fix it. Well, I mean. It's, uh, you're so, it's so accurate what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm listening to it and I'm it's like... It's so hard to, see when you, it's so hard to talk about things with words when it's something that you feel. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's, that is what, cause people say to me that like, I can write things well, right? And write I'm, things well? Yeah, like they always say, oh, you, you, whenever I put something out that's like some, you know, some personal whatever, they'll say you wrote that really well and I'll say... Yeah, I think you're really good with words. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, really good with words. I didn't mean to give myself a pure call. There's a point. There's a point to this, right? This is no, I know, but no, but it's true. Um, we should be complimenting ourselves. Um, but I, you know, true. But I, no, the the point is, is that when I write these things, it's not so much. It's like I don't even like. It's just like I'm able to put how I feel about something in the words. Yeah, you're just expressing it. I so, but but like, when, sometimes when I write things, I'll finish it and I'll be like. That doesn't make sense. Where the fuck did that come from? Like, but like, sometimes it won't make sense, but sometimes I'll be like, that was spot on the money. Oh, and, oh no, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you like, just say what you feel and you're uh, like, that, that is exactly It just kind of falls through and then, yeah. you, then you read it back and you're like, oh, this is uh, quite good that I'm able to do this. <laughs> right, writing, <laughs> yeah. I, writing actually helps. I like, see a lot of uh, people, like, it doesn't matter what you're feeling of as, like, stress, if it's happiness, anything at all, write it down mm-hmm. and you make, start making sense of it. Like, I always write letters to nobody. Because like, it gives your mind like that chance to sort of measure about a bit. Yeah, if you definitely. If you don't let because if you p- write something, you think, "Oh no, that's not right," and then you change it. Do you know what I mean? You are actually mm. you're thinking about things. I don't really know the words Aye. to explain it, but so, it's hard to explain your feelings. Like, see that Billy Connolly thing where he's like, "There's no words in the English language to explain fuck off." It just means fuck off. You know what it means? Like, do you know what I mean? It's hard to explain things that you know what it yeah, means, but you yeah. don't actually have the words to express it. And that, but that's what like that's what seems like where all the conflict comes from is this inability to sort of communicate. But but firstly, before that, is actually knowing how you feel and knowing and being in tune yeah, with that. Yeah, that's true. You're obviously very in tune with how you feel about things. Sometimes. But like, <laughs> but even 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 being able to acknowledge, like sometimes I'm not. It's still being in tune with the fact that you know. Yeah, well, I would say <laughs> so. I, I mean? say I like, feel confused a lot of the time. I like well, 
I'm glad I don't know how I feel. Aye, because it's like, there's so many different things. And, and people are... But what you're saying about going for things that are, like, not in your comfort zone? I think sometimes people don't want to admit their feelings. They don't want to admit they're scared. Whereas yeah. I'm like, I'm shit myself. <laughs> like, really, like, help me. But... Aye, well, yeah, that, that, that is... About a big thing about it is actually being able to be like, you know, because what you're saying about the whole idea of being able to look at what what is is easy for you and what's not, and trying to do things that will make you think about things differently. Yeah, is you don't really get taught that really anywhere. You don't like, get taught really anything valuable in school. Ah, like, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you just kind of come out and you come out with this big worm of things to figure out yourself. Yeah, definitely. Like, you don't get taught things you need to know. You don't get taught about life. Not really. Uh, you get no. taught, history, history's pretty valuable. Ah, but that, that's about it. Do you know what I mean? Not, well, that is the thing. Because like, even as you're saying that, like, one of the things that sprung in my mind, and I don't know if I've told this story before, I probably have, right? But see, actually, like, the whole idea of, like... Disability and my whole thing, right? One of the things that helped me was that, like, you you, you realise that, how am, I, how am I trying to put this? Try to think of the way to put this. Is everything became, everything just, everything became hard. So, like, the things that were supposed to be easy were becoming really hard and um, because I wasn't doing anything. So, like, if I, I'm not, if I'm not, I'm not running anywhere, obviously, right? And I'm not I'm not moving about at all. And then I'm just eating anything I want and drinking a big load of stuff. But one of the big reasons for that was because I was like, well, I've got this sort of built-in reason to be like this. Because if I don't, if I just become some like overweight guy that doesn't do anything, it's like <laughs> some like overweight alcoholic basically was where I was going. You know what I mean? Peter Griffin. I basically, right? everyone would just look at me and be like, oh, the reason why that guy's like that is because in the wheelchair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's true. And like people would think that. I, exactly. So like that's what was in my head is that I could just be, I could just do anything because because nobody thought I could do anything anyway. Do you know what I mean? So what was the point? What was the point of trying? Was because everyone just thought that like I thought I was allowed to do that, so I kept just doing that. But what happened to me was basically this scenario where. Everything, nothing, nothing was enjoyable anymore because mm-hmm. it was all difficult. It was all really hard. See, even just getting on my chair and all that, mm-hmm. just I would get on the chair and just be sweating, like sluggish. Like, yeah. like, but did you feel like cause one thing was bad in your life? But yeah. you just think fuck it, I'll just let the rest of it go. I, I like everything was a mess, but yeah. me, but but it all came back to the idea that I thought that this was how this was this was what I was told by the world that this is what my life is going to be like mm-hmm. and so I was just embracing the fact that I was a fuck up basically <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. um, and the only reason why so that, you laugh about it but I'm like oh yeah it's a fair <laughs> thing to say but it's just like because that's why what you said that's so true though because I got really like kind of unwell mentally by, by doing by thinking I could do the easiest things all the time mm-hmm. and what happens then is the easy things become really hard so, so like, you know when people say, I don't want to go and do a workout because it's it's going to be really hard to do that. But what I'm trying to say is that that hardness that you feel is going to happen the other way anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, see if you just let yourself go and don't do anything and just, like, let it all go to shit. Everything that's gets, going to be hard. Uh, exactly, that's going to be hard as well. There's nothing... Yeah, life is hard. Exactly. People do, uh, like, life is, like, 
obviously perspectives, everything, but you're always going to have hardship in life. Like, there's always, like, have you ever heard the saying, as above, so below? Like, basically, everything yeah. is everything. There's a good, for, for every good, there's a bad. For every up, there's a down. Every black, there's a white. It's not like, it's everything is True. balanced. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's about finding a balance. Well, everything's unbalanced is a problem. Do you know what I mean? But it's about finding a balance. Like, there's always going to be hardship in life, no matter what. Well, no matter is, like exactly. what, how much money you've got, how much friends, family, however happy you are, there's always going to you're always going to run into hardship. But then obviously there's the law of attraction on it. So and, but that's what a whole other the law of attraction whole, is whole, whole other branch. Because see see that on that note, I think one of the problems as well is the fact that we're not everyone wants this sort of guide to life as as if it's like is there not a, a utopia where everything you, you figure everything out. And it's yeah. all easy now, but nobody's actually saying the truth. And the truth of the matter one is, one thing I think actually interesting. Um, and I read it in, I think it was the Untethered Soul. I read it in. I can't remember, but that's an amazing book. Every single human should read that. Um, see, when you realise your own death, oh, you just don't give a fuck anymore. See, when you like when you come to terms with the fact that you're going to die one day, you're not going to live forever. You stop caring, like you. you but it's one thing saying it, oh yeah, I know I'm going to die one day, but then see when you actually like meditate on it or something, like actually realise it, like that you're not going to be here, you could die in a minute, like I could die in a second. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like there's no actual rules to life. There's Like it doesn't matter, You're nothing matters. <laughs> like literally nothing matters. Um, what was I going to say there? Yeah, when you realise that you're like immortal or whatever, like you stop giving it. Like I can't give a fuck. Like, see when you spill a glass of wine right on your pal's white carpet, and you're like, "Oh, it's fine." And how much weight does that take off your shoulder? Because initially you're like, "Oh my god, I've spilled red wine on the carpet," but they've said it's fine, so it's absolutely fine. But then, how bad is it when you spill red wine? And you're like, "Shit!" And then they're like, "Oh my god, you've just spilled red wine on my carpet." I heard this thing, and it was basically like the universe or God or whatever you believe in, right? Um, the universe is always saying it's fine. It doesn't actually matter. Like, because you're going to die anyway. Like, it doesn't actually matter. Like, it's, doesn't, it's not actually yeah. that important Aye. what just happened, no matter how big or small it is. Yeah. And it took me a wee while to kind of, like, grasp it. And I was like, I doesn't, no, I don't know, because what about, like, things like regret? Like, I really struggle with regret. And it's like, it doesn't mm. matter, because if that didn't happen, that wouldn't happen, that wouldn't happen, butterfly effect, nothing would have happened. It doesn't actually matter. So, like, I was talking about this to my family the other day, and we were, like, getting worried about me, and I was like, no, I don't want to die. I just <laughs> don't care if I do. Like, it doesn't, yeah. like, uh-huh. life, it doesn't matter. It's, doesn't matter what you believe after life or whatever. Like, I don't actually know what I believe happens after life, to be honest. Um, but I don't think, like, just because your body dies uh-huh. doesn't mean you, like, your body's going to die anyway. Do you know what I mean? I look, you, so much I, after life. See, that's such a, like, I mean, it's... I, know, I sound like I've taken green tea or something. <laughs> 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 Which I've not. <laughs> see, uh, right, okay, where to start with that? So, I... I don't see, I was like, see, I can't... I struggle to talk about things when I'm... Not not high, right? I know. But see, if I had a glass of wine, I'd be talking about loads. Of, like, see, when I was on my life, I didn't have any doink, right? So I was I was drinking a glass of wine, right. and I was just chatting away, whatever. And I was, and they were asking me all these deep questions, and I was like, I can't answer that because I'm full of wine and I'm just being an idiot. But see, if I was smoking a joint, I would give you the most philosophical answer that you could ever imagine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to explain things that you just you that you just know. Do you know what I mean? That you just feel. 
Like it's hard to explain it in words. Yeah, no, it, it, it seems to like trust unlock a different, unlock a different, but yeah, unlock a new level, unlocked. That's like, what it's, it's like. like you're, yeah, um, depending on obviously, because I think so. Because what you're saying about the idea that accepting that you are, you know, that death is inevitable and it's part of life, mm-hmm. and it's just you're on the next thing. So, but but the idea is, people seem to be so. I want to go back to that because people will maybe listen to that and be like, and take it as a thing of like, if you if you are depressed, right, if I, whenever I was depressed, I I was in the mindset of like nothing matters, but not in a good way. Yeah. Like see what you just said that it was all in a good sense yeah, of yeah, like yeah, yeah. embrace life, embrace that you can do anything you want to do. I suppose perspective into um, it like I, doesn't matter. Like see when I so. Right, just for context, I think you probably know already, I think I've probably told you, right, so I used to be religious, right, I was Catholic, but I'm not going to sit here and say my mum and dad brought me up pure Catholic, because they didn't, they didn't care, they really didn't care, but mm. I just really did, but they, they don't, but I, d- I did, I don't know why, I just did, I was just very religious, Um, I felt very like, I don't know, like I felt like, you tell me what it feels like to be. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like I felt like God was watching me. Yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, like because because we. I, I mean, felt like I was being watched. Yeah. I felt like I was. You felt like, like is it is it? Do you mean like in the sense of you felt like it was all kind of literal in some way? Like it was all. Re- it was all literal. Like it was all. Kinda real. like, but then when I stopped, like, I just was so scared of going to hell. Basically. I mean, like Catholic guilt. We've all felt it. We've all felt that Catholic guilt, and I don't even know why I have got that why that's such a big part of my life because my dad was catholic does not give a fuck my mum was protestant doesn't she likes angels in that know what i mean but she doesn't really care that much about religion i wasn't really brought up as a religious person but i was just so consumed by religion i don't know why um but when i finally denounced it which was such a big thing it's so scary scariest thing i've ever done in my life probably um but I'd done it, and I think, see, once I'd done that, I think that was, and I was like, I can do anything, do you know what I mean? Um, mm. Like, if I can denounce myself, eh? God, then uh. I can do anything. <laughs> but so, um, that's when I was so scared of going to hell, that like, I just wanted to be a good person so that I would go to heaven or whatever. But then now, my perspective of it is heaven and hell is, uh, is a, a state that you're in, do you know what I mean? Like, so you're saying when you were depressed or whatever, like, and I think if, if most people have experienced some bout of depression, like, even yeah. if you, even if you don't know it, like, I feel like everybody has, do you know what I mean? Like, your mindset is just dog shit, do you know what I mean? Everything's yeah. oh, bad, yeah, yeah. nothing matters, blah, 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 and that's, you're in a state of hell, do you know what I mean? Because it is hellish. But then, when you flip it around, you know, like, flip a switch, then you're in heaven, do you know what I mean? Nothing really matters. Nothing, nothing matters. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Don't get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you can see, see when you're able to say that, but like give off, like so. So you're obviously because I think one of the most important things is how you're able to be like positive and put things in a way that people can actually take something from it. Do you know what I mean? Like see, see, people are like we're talking about how when you're brought up a certain way, you it just, it kind of designs who you are. Yeah, right. definitely. So, like... But so I don't really know. With the religious thing with me, I don't know where it came from. Uh, I don't know because I w- my mum and dad were not strictly religious or anything. Like, they really didn't care. Like, uh, but I just really did. And when I was going through a stage of depression when I was, like, 14, 15, I used to always... My mum would always put a Bible in my room. And I used to always take the Bible 
and open it up at a random page to see what it would say and I always opened it at the same page always opened it at the same page can't remember the name of it but it was there's a time to weep there's a time to mourn there's a time to dance there's a time to, do you know what, yeah. what I'm talking about like there's a time for war there's a time for peace and I think that was just a message saying like I've, balance basically like I've, there's yeah. everything is everything nothing really matters because no matter how much good you're going to have there's going to be the same magnitude of bad and that's one one thing that kind of keeps me going when I'm like down and stuff is no matter how bad things get the same magnitude of good is out there but sometimes you just need to go get it do you know what I mean yeah that, that's actually a brilliant point by the way this, this mm. my, and my mum as well my mum used to we used to get um this Chinese every weekend and the the owner of the Chinese used to deliver it for just I don't think he was the delivery guy right but he used to always deliver hours because he used to stand at the door with my mum for ages just talking about feng shui you know yeah. the, the black and white and it's about balance and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he used yeah. to sit and talk about it for ages my mum was quite into that and like changing the furniture and the doors and things like that um and I think that kind of went into me as well like a kind of like a bit balance like everything's like yeah. yin and yang do you know what I mean but Aye, like, yeah. when I went away for religion I, start, I would I say I would identify as an omnis now. Like I see truth in them all, but I don't necessarily follow any of them, do you know what I mean? Like it just felt like my truth is different for your truth, do you know but, what I mean? But that is like the most objective way of looking at it, is that we don't the idea that because actually before you got in me and Paul were talking about this. Oh very yeah. Just uh, religion and, and things because growing up my my Mum was was very religious, mainly because I think partly because of Nietzsche sort of sprung it on. Sorry if this is partly is, because of what because of Nietzsche that sort of sprung oh, on the right, whole okay, idea. Right, right. Of, I mean, I'm sure she was religious before that, but I think when I came along, she just was like, "Hold on, stuff. to God, I, like help me, help me. I've I, got a disabled son. It's um, not the worst thing in the world." I know, but and 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 I'm not in. Also, if mum were listening to this, she'd be like, that's not true. I know. <laughs> so, I know. But I just mean, like, in the sense of, like, we, we were brought up with this idea of, you know, religion. I was very much like you, like, I think I, I think I, but my thing was I, I wanted to believe it. Yeah, I wanted to believe it as well. I don't know why. Um, I just, I just, I just I, wanted, I, I felt scared. I felt really, I felt very trapped by religion. But then I can never really disrespect it. Because at the same time, I would say it saved me. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not pure preaching on Jesus saved me and all this because I'm not religious anymore. Yeah. But religion definitely 100% did save me. But then I, I then because I, I felt like I was turning my back on God and all that. But then I also did feel very trapped by it because I felt like my life was a challenge to not be myself, basically. Like I was just oh, right. a sinner yeah. for being who I am. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> That's brilliant, but like, how did you actually so like? Because obviously, it's like a big change from who you are now to to actually dealing with all that and coming through and going. I'm going to. I was very young. Do you know what I mean? When, yeah. I, when I did all. When that. did all this happen? Like when I was like fifteen. Fifteen. That's such a early age to think about, like all this stuff. Yeah, mad. But then I feel like I was. No, well, I went through all that when I was that age. But then, this was when I was like maybe eighteen, nineteen where I kind of mm. reflected on it all, all and actually reaped the benefits of it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, what's, well, what's funny about all this is that I actually remember that kind of happening to you at the time. 
We've been having a really sport. I just followed you on Instagram. You've like, you seen it on Facebook. I, I, I was like, <laughs> seeing this sort of change. Yeah, I used to post you. loads of stuff, like loads of woke stuff. And, and I don't really do it now, but mainly because I feel like I'm changing again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, but like that, that's a good me, thing. You're, you're constantly evolving. It's something, yeah, definitely. But that's what life's supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many people that are stuck in the same mindset that you can see that they're well, miserable. Never change, never, yeah. never change. But then... I, everybody thinks that, like, oh, I, I, if you're loyal to a thought or whatever, you think, oh, I'll never change that. But then that's how I, I just see the whole, um, you're going to die any, anyway, nothing matters. That kind of relates back to that as well, because I've changed so many times. I've been so set in my ways about things and then completely changed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No matter yeah. what it is, whether it's like um, an opinion on any topic at all, whether it's like, you know, mental health, a political issue, anything at all. I've flipped it. I've flipped everything. But then, I think that's good to be able to look at things from all different perspectives, yeah. isn't it? Because people, there's no like, because life is not black and white. Do you know what I mean? It's very colourful. Yeah, and you need to do that to grow. That's the, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. And when you're when you're saying like stuff like you know when you're going back to like uh, nothing matters because you know this stuff and you know how 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 what. There's just as much good as there is bad, but like that's the thing that I think stops a lot of people is that you get caught up in the idea that I think when you're not feeling good, part of the reason why so many people are messed up and why I was messed up for a period of time is the idea that you can live life without feeling bad at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah, like that's not possible. I, I think people are some people are stuck in the mindset of that hardships. Don't need to happen and shouldn't happen for a perfect life. Yeah, and no, no, is um. Do you know what yeah, I mean? definitely, definitely, and fake positivity as well. There's no point in that. Power of positivity is very real, but you're not going to like. Obviously, whatever energy is inside you is not going to leave you unless you let it out. Do you know what I mean? If it's yeah. anger, sadness, grief, whatever, like it, energy cannot disappear. It can only change form. So it needs to come out, like no matter what it is, whether that's then that's the thing. Like happiness doesn't last either. Do you know what I mean? But there's always things to be happy about. And there's always things to be sad about. Yeah, I mean, uh, this conversation is is actually genuinely so much fun, just because it's like. <laughs> See, I feel like I don't really know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking. <laughs> no, but it's like, but it's also like people don't. You see so many conversations. Where it's like so on the surface, and it's like, oh, well, like shallow. just just be- like no, but it's like just believing yourself and just you know what I mean. And it's like, and but like, how? I, and you're like, <laughs> how did I do that? Exactly, like people are just so like. But then it, I'm not sitting here saying I don't struggle with stuff because I do. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? I do. I mean. Like this is one of the first things you came forward to me was about um, was on the topic of mental health. How like it's always a confident person, a happy person. Um, the person that stands out in the group that ends up being the most depressed and I'm like I can really relate to that like because I always come across like I do come across confident mother but I still I struggle with confidence I don't struggle with confidence in the sense of people seeing me or like looking at me or talking or anything like that I struggle with confidence in the sense of like being confident in myself do I actually believe in myself like I don't care what you think I care what I think do you know what I mean yeah uh, exactly and that, see what you just said then about like actually in terms of being able to like, because you, because that was one of the things, like, like 
I was saying to you before, I think you got that. I'm not saying you got that from like the f- one of the first podcasts I did or something, but I was just talking about possibly, it. Possibly, possibly. Because I remember you saying that to me, and it was like that whole idea was I was very suicidal at some point. Mm-hmm. At a point. But nobody would have any, like, yeah. nobody would have known. Nobody would know. Because I was, during that time, it was when I was, I was extremely chatty. Do you know what I mean? It was like people, I remember going to a football session one time, like, the, the same night that I was thinking about jumping off a train. Yeah. And, they, and, 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 like, I remember leaving and everybody was like, you seem so, like, odd, like, I'll beat the night, you seem so happy tonight. And I was like, yeah. eh, right? Uh, it's always, at the t- it's always when you feel the worst people, like, tell you, you seem good and you're like yeah. you're actually like help <laughs> like, and oh. I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, I feel see I get really weary of like over sharing and things like that yeah. <laughs> I'm like get me a counsellor but <laughs> um, thingy sometimes I'm like why people say oh you need to reach out you need to do that this that the other people do reach out right but it's that people don't listen and it's like if People are there for you or whatever. It's like, why does it feel like I need to jump off a bridge just to be heard? Do you know what I mean? Like, because I have opened up to people before, people close to me, and then just basically been laughed at. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, well, I'm not mm-hmm. going to open up to you again. And then uh, loneliness is such a thing. doesn't matter how many pals you've got. Like, I don't have necessarily loads of pals, but the pals that I do have are good pals. But that doesn't mean that I don't get lonely because lon- I struggle with loneliness loneliness like deeply like very deeply um you feel like you've got nobody to turn to because see if you you do open up about things and then it's disregarded you're like well <laughs> where the fuck am i meant to go to yeah yeah and it's like this whole idea of let's talk mm-hmm. but then you actually talk it's like well let's talk then <laughs> that that always really annoyed me like when people would be like let's, the whole slogan is let's talk and then you're like about what I think a lot of the time people don't really know how to deal with it as well but see you can't I used to blame people for my problems I try not to do that now because like what first of all it's not their responsibility right and also if somebody comes to me with some very serious problems I don't really know what to do either do you know what I mean like yeah the only thing you can really do is let them know that they're not alone yeah, do you know what I mean? That. But I, I don't really know how to help somebody in a state of crisis. Yeah. Even I've actually got suicide training, and even at that, I still wouldn't really know what to do other than that. And I don't really think it's that effective. Apart from asking questions, like you can ask questions to prompt somebody to talk, and kind of I so you can identify whether they're suicidal or not. But there's, I don't know. Like, it's such a sensitive topic because then it's like, suicide's a preventable death. But then, when you're in that state of mind, you can't see, see anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't see a way out. You don't see the world for what it is. You don't see life for mm-hmm. what it is. You're just stuck in your mindset. But your mind is like so, you're so able to like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like you're, you're, you're it turns against you almost, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Like, you're not... See, when people say... See, the reason why, like, saying commit, committed suicide became death by suicide is because of the fact that you're saying that when somebody's suicidal, it's not like they just got up and thought, I'm going to do this to myself today. It. It's, like, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the idea that... Builds like, up. I, like, your mind is not... You're not... You're no longer you. Yeah, you're, you're I, mentally is, ill. I, you're like, mentally you're ill. Not, and and people talk about it as if it's like 
you know, just push through and it's but it's not like that. Like oh, I, you wouldn't say that about any other illness, like just push through but just, exactly. it's like yeah, it's it's hard to talk about it like because if you talk about it objectively, it comes across insensitive. But to get so, but I think when it comes to mental health, I think mental health. Obviously, everybody's different, right? But this is if it was me, right? I think mental mental problems need mental solutions, right? Physical problems need physical solutions. That's just the way I see it. I'm not like anti meds or anything like that because I have people close to me who take meds and it and it helps them, and that's mm-hmm. great that it helps yeah. them. But I just not for me, right? Not for me, but. Um, I think because it's a sensitive issue, you need to approach it sensitive, um, aye, sensitively. But you need to also find that balance of having an objective approach of like this is what is happening right now. Like this needs to be fixed in this way. Like you can't sugarcoat it or whatever it is because it's you know it's people's lives. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. people's lives in your hands, and you need to approach it from an angle where you're actually going to fix it. But I think a lot of people think. We'll try and do that, and it come and it's tough love, and I don't think tough love works in that yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, it's but that it comes back to like this whole idea of actually trying to communicate things in a way that you. So all you can really do is communicate something in a way that you know that you'd be receptive to. Really. Yeah, exactly, because you, you can only meet somebody as far as you've met yourself, and everybody only you can only really communicate from your. You can't. You can only speak for yourself. Do you know what yeah, I mean? You can. Yeah. See, the words are there. See, I wish I read my book before that. No, but I, I totally understand what you're saying because it's like you have to... The number one thing for me would be letting the person know that they're loved and that you care about them. Yeah, definitely. And, but then being like, this is what you need. We need to get you talking to somebody. Like, Paul was actually, you know, a cognitive behavioural right. therapist, right? And he's, 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 like, he's never given me a therapy session because that would be a conflict. But like, see, in terms of actually just talking to him, and like he actually knows, he's talked to people that are like on you know the brink of suicide and things like that, and knows how to t- talk with them. Yeah. And there's certain ways that you, but the problem is that there's so there's not as many like that's what I'm saying. There needs to be more people that can do what Paul can do, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and that's not rather than because see at the end of the day, I was on meds, I was on loads of antidepressants for ages. And I went from feeling terrible to feeling nothing. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, which is why I, I, I would never take anything. Like, because I've heard people saying it, you just feel numb. Yeah, yeah. But, and the only thing that really helped me was when I felt really like there was times in my life where I felt really hurt by things. More so, like so, like we things that shouldn't hurt you a lot really, really, really hurt me because of just the way that I was seeing them. Yeah, like your so, mindset was harming you, basically. Aye, so taking uh, depressants would make that heart less hurtful. Do you think that it would, would you say that it masked it? It, it? it allowed me to kind of, what I would say is it masked it, but it also allowed me to kind of uh, do, like get the ball rolling with something. So like, let's say I would go, I would be like, in my bed all day, not able to move, not able to do anything, just wanting to just die, basically. Yeah. And I know, that I wish there was a better, like, more... Less on the nose way to put that, but that's just the but truth. But it is what it is. And, and so what it was able to do was it masked it, but it masked it enough for me to get off of my yeah. bed and, and start do, do a workout or do something that was productive and then you're able to kind of start, like you, you're almost able to make the first move to break down something, to start thinking about something differently. Mm-hmm. And so what, but the problem was that that feeling, I was just like, well, this is the solution now. I'm just on these forever. 
this is it. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, but did it fix the depression? No, that's what I'm saying. That's, is that eventually it comes back around to how you actually feel deep down in yeah, you? Yeah, that's why. That's why I say mental problems require mental solutions. Uh, uh-huh, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you can take as many meds as you want, and I'm not anti meds at all, but. It's not going to fix the problem. It's the same as it, even if it's a physical illness. No matter, the medicine's not fixing your illness. Ah, yeah, it's just yeah. masking the masking the the ailments basically. Yeah, well, it's the same way. It's the same way that like a I, well, I don't know if it's the same way, but this is maybe a big comparison. But like people that are saying that if you take this, you get abs or something like that. Like do you know what I mean? Like if it, like it's just it's the same way of being like there's there's not a quick solution to anything. Yeah, no quick solution. And and, and so if you take the meds and you know. They, I, I think they did help me cut, come off the edge a little bit and just sort of regroup. But the problem is, I wasn't really taught with, I wasn't encouraged to be like, this isn't the final solution to this. Yeah. So eventually it comes back round for you to go, like, these kind of solutions, these kind of problems even are still here. They're just deeper now. Yeah, they've just like helped the symptoms basically. Aye, so not taking it away. And that was how I was even able to start the podcast, was that I, would, I came off them. And and then I was like, it was even just that summer there, where I was just doing things all the time. So I would just be going to football, or going everywhere, and I had no time to think about things for myself, really, or yeah. like think about how I was feeling. So when everything, when the world kind of shut down a bit, I was like, you're just oh, sat yourself. Yeah, you're just sat yourself, mm-hmm. and like, you're like, life does <sighs> go so fast. Like, life is like modern life. See, I <laughs> I used to have this. Um, consumer psychology module that I'd done at uni, right? And I, I was pretty bad at turning up for lectures and that, but I would never miss this one. Wednesday morning, nine o'clock, I'd always smoke a joint before it, right? And I loved it. It was just so interesting. And it was just basically about how modern life is not fit for human beings. Like, remember we were talking about, like, how we're, like, beings of nature and things like that? Yeah, yeah. We, no. We're not living in our natural environment. Like, we do not... Our brains are not designed... Like, we're monkeys, do you know what I mean? Our monkey brains are not designed to... I'm not saying we're monkeys, right, we're primates, but... Just in case there's any Karens. <laughs> but um, our primate brains are not designed to keep up with this society. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not. It's I, no wonder everybody's in such a state. Like, we're all trying to do everything a thousand miles an hour. Like, why... See what I was just saying earlier on about how, like... If I'm sitting not on my phone, I'm afraid of what's going to pop up. Like, I 100% admit that I have got a social media addiction. It's so bad. I've written about it as well. Um, and, you know, I've written um, a couple of reports on social media addiction. It's pretty bad. Um, but... And that'll be really common there as well, though. Like, yeah, very common. Very uh, common. Like, Gen Z is... I feel like Gen Z is just as fucked as it is, like... We are going to save the world. <laughs> we are going to save uh, the world. Like, uh, that's why I didn't get TikTok right because you can just see yourself being like addicted to everything. And I think technology, like, well, they say it's a war on technology now, don't they? Like, it's not mm-hmm. um, a world war. It's a war of information. But I think technology is great if you use it properly. But it's again, it comes down to that balance, isn't it? And it's discipline, discipline will always rule. Like your life I yeah. don't know but then you shouldn't really need to no, like we need discipline to survive in this world have you heard that have you ever heard like I uh, just want to exist Jake <laughs> what, oh, I forget his name I've listened to him in podcasts and stuff Jack Hobart he was in the military and all this and and, and and basically he's got this saying it's like 
discipline equals freedom. And, yeah. and that is genuinely the most I've heard it's that. so true because because see the thing is, right? See as much as you see the reason the reason why discipline is so important isn't because to make your life more boring or whatever, but it's the idea that anything you, you can let anything get out of control. Mm-hmm. Even good things. Yeah, you I was thinking about getting a mean? tattoo um, with discipline and regret because discipline will always, um, no, regret will always be heavier than discipline. Like discipline is heavy, but regret is heavier. Do you know what I mean? Like if you look back and think, see if I'd just been a bit more, um, discipline is one of the worst things that I struggle with. Like so bad. And I always say when I move out, when I move out, and I'm like, just do it now. Just do it. Like, prove to yourself that you're strong and work with the means with what you've got. And I all, all, every time I fail, every single time, but at least I know that. Do you know what I mean? At least, yeah, at least like I know this it. what I need to work on. Uh, like, but yeah. d- discipline, yeah, discipline def- definitely has freedom because it's, that comes back to hardships, doesn't it? Like, there's always going to be a hardship, but there's going to be the same magnitude of greatness behind that. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's so true just because of the fact that you can actually, like, I could discipline there's so many ways you can put this right but for me it's as if it's like you can like when I was telling you the story about how I was letting everything kind of fly off the handle the only you, anyone can live the life like that where it's just like I'm going to just do whatever I want to excess but it's like you have to be aware of the fact that there is only like a balance and you need discipline yeah. but balance you need discipline to have the balance like it's all yeah so there's like discipline can literally there was a thing I did in Portugal I was in Portugal for a week and it's actually how this podcast came about the whole idea of it came up there but we were doing different classes and stuff and personal development and stuff like that and one of the things like the course I was doing was called the Football for All Leadership Programme just because people would be like a bit of context of what I'm about to say here so we're, do, we're, we're doing the we're doing the class right and they give us all these words and they were like, they were like doing that thing where you scored out a certain, like they'll say something and you, however you feel about it, you score out certain things. And it, will, and it will reveal what the most important thing to you is. Yeah, I've done this. I've done yeah. this. I've done it with the qualities in a person. Aye. So I've done that and mine, my last word was discipline. Oh, really? And I didn't even, like, I was I was surprised. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it goes to show, doesn't it? Aye, it, but, it but it's like, it's because... It, I'm aware of the fact that the only way that I was able to come out of that was by having a bit of discipline and being like, mm-hmm. discipline, how I'm not disciplined, I can't live my life the way I wanted to live it. Mm-hmm. Which is what, that that's why it's important not to make your life more boring, but to actually live it to the fullest way that you want to live it. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah. it, I, see, I think it's mad, like, see, living in, like, capitalist world, like, people say money's freedom, which, sadly, it is, but it's the same, like, see, if you... I think no matter how much money you've got, see if you substitute money with discipline, then you're probably going to get just as good a quality of life, eh? Like, no matter, yeah, like, definitely. It depends on what you want in life, innit? Well, because the more disciplined you are, the more able you're, you're more able to, like, do things productively as well. And, like, whatever, that will lead you down some sort of pathway. And also, you know, you were on, hold on a minute, right? You're actually from the other side of this, but you fucking nailed it, man. This is brilliant. Oh, see, I think I'm just talking all this shit. I'm like, I'm actually sitting like, I need a joint. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like, I need my breakfast. See the amount of guests you get, but you're like, man, this is going to be hard. Oh, just... really? I, no, but see, like, I've never really seen, like, thought that watching any of 
thought they've all went quite. No, like late. they have been, but like what I'm saying is that. Come down to your edit. <laughs> well, no, they have. They have been to be fair, but like what I mean is like your whole, your whole person. Sometimes, sometimes um, people want like a specific way of talking, like like a like like a specific interview type thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, oh, like, right. you need to think about what the next question is. Whereas with you, it's like a movie we just oh, kind just of bounce off what you're saying. Ah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas there's people that come in that well, what, what you want to talk about. The that. <laughs> well, like, I was just going to, so, so, I can't believe we've done that in 10 minutes. I know. But I, so, like, is there anything you want to highlight that we've not highlighted? I feel um, like yeah, that this bag is made of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah, so leather, like, leather bag uh, made of leaves. My sister got it for my birthday. And that's why so vegans are important. The future of leather. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Plant based, made of leaves. I'm going to get one. Actually, it's actually a really nice looking bag of food. Yeah, it's but, cute, isn't it? Yeah. Really cute. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. Because <laughs> <laughs> people might be wondering where it's from. It's from Famon in London. Right, so there right. we go. Because um, we've not even talked about like what it is you do as a job besides. Well, I'm at uni. I don't want to reveal my job. Uh, okay. Because Fair. I'm scared of the internet. Because sometimes <laughs> I'm a silly monkey on it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what is it you're doing at uni? Uh, marketing. Nearly marketing. finished. International marketing. I'm almost finished. Um, but I got uh, an extension for my dissertation. Here we go. And I'm writing my dissertation on. So I'm doing a comparative study between the attitudes and motivations of Gen Z and Gen Y, so Gen Z and millennials. Basically, um, sustainability in the food industry, and I'm wanting to compare the attitudes and motivations and look at how cognitive dissonance impacts their purchase behaviour. So there you go. But I was wanting to do it on, it took me so long, because I had taken a year out, and I thought, I'll, I'll figure out what I'm doing in a year out. Never figured it out until like the night before, as always, every single time. Um, I even, my tutor was kind of prompting me to do it about veganism. And I was like, I don't want to do it on veganism. Like, there's too many routes to go down. I'll get lost, yeah. whatever else. Um, so that's why I went down sustainability in the food industry, because it's much more open. Um, and basically what I'm planning to do, but it's taking ages to plan because pandemic. But get some meat eaters, some vegans or plant-based people and some flexitarians, so people who are kind of in the middle and do a focus group and basically compare the results and see what see what they have All to right. say. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Don't know what I'm going to do for a job afterwards. I don't, I, I want to be a yoga teacher. <laughs> I don't really need to be it. Fair um, enough. Thingy, but then I don't really want to be a yoga teacher for like monetary value. Like I just want mm-hmm. to do that because I want a nice life. Like I, I want to be a yogini, but um, I don't feel like people see. I feel like I keep going back to this life, but I was actually there all day. Like I was there for like dinner time until like two in the morning, and they were just asking me everything. And I was like, I don't feel qualified to share this. Like to share on this. No, I don't mean qualified mm-hmm. in the sense I don't have a a teaching qualification. I mean like I don't feel um, qualified and. As in like, yeah, oh, like I don't feel like I should really, like I'm very aware that I've got a lot to learn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm so excited about learning it. Like, because um, people are asking me all these questions about, oh, show me your crystals and all that. And I was like, I don't even, 
I've got hunters, right? And I was, I was showing them. And I was like, look, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what it does. It doesn't matter. The most spiritual thing to me is my yoga mat. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, what other spiritual things have you got and all that? And oh, here I actually brought an incense thing. I'm, oh, see, we started too quick. Um, I was like, oh, I've got this, I've got that. And I was like, well, it doesn't really matter. Like, it doesn't, there's uh, nothing to do with material. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, yeah. like, yeah, it's, 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 you can do things with it, it can help you and whatever. But I was like, but the position I'm in right now, I'm, doing a lot of thinking, do you know, and doing yeah. a lot of feeling, doing a lot of like inner work. That, and then when I've done that, then I'll be more than happy to share it with you. Do you but, know what I mean? Uh, but it's so, that's so more like, uh, so much better doing that than like people would do. It's, uh, it's authentic. Uh, like I want, yeah. I want to reach authenticity. Like, cause people were asking me to like do yoga videos and all that. And I was like, look, no, I was like, uh, I'll do it when I feel like, cause I don't, I'll post workout videos or something if you want. Like, but I don't want to do yoga videos because yoga is a sacred practice and it's been highly like appropriated to the point where it's now an exercise, which it's not. It's not an exercise. Only the physical part is only one limb of it. Um, and I feel like in the Western world, and me included, have learned it that way. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I've tried to unlearn everything. I stopped going to the yoga class that I was going to and started going to an Indian one because like, I went and went to... Um, it's called Om Sweet Om in town and oh so good and we went to this like me and my friends went and we thought it was going to be like a seminar but it was like a church service but for like hippies <laughs> and it was amazing we were all sitting in a circle singing, singing Hare Krishna <laughs> meditating and stuff and we had like wee singing bowls and stuff <laughs> and um, I was like this is what I want like I don't want it to be like oh, you can get the handstand by doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wanted yeah. to be authentic because I knew... Like, yeah, I think people always ask me, not right now, I'm not saying right now, right? But see, when I was at the gym and whatever, and I was <sighs> looking good and whatever else, people always ask me, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And I was like, I do weights, I do yoga, and I go on my bike, that's it. Um, and they were like, well, how, 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 do you get, how do you look like that? And I was like, well, I think it's the yoga, to be honest. Um, because mainly stretching, because the stretching works really well with the with the weights um, and I can fully go into like a yoga class and I do body balance as well and that's yoga inspired but that's, that is a workout it's actually really hard um, and do it that way but most of the time I'll go down and sit on the mat and it's, it's it's like it's the sacred part of it that I really enjoy do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah it's fine it's, it, it's, it does good for your body um, it's great exercise and whatever else good for your breathing obviously but it's the sacred part of it of actually sitting down and meditating and like connecting and going inwards that like really resonates with me like properly which is why I was like I, I don't really want to post video, videos or anything until I'm at a point where I feel you know more authentic in what I'm doing do you know what yeah. I mean like I don't want it Aye. to be like people like I'm quite showy offy as it is but I don't want it to be like that do you know what I mean I've always been a show off yeah like, I don't want to share wrong information because I've learned yeah. that a lot of what I know is wrong like not not even wrong but like I've learned a very westernized version of spirituality and I've tr- I'm trying to wipe it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm trying to um obviously to be a yoga teacher, like I'm trying I'm slowly learning Sanskrit, right? Very hard. <laughs> very, very hard. Mm. But I'm trying to learn more like authentically, do you know what I mean? So that I can actually share authentic yeah. stuff. Like I don't want it to just be about looking good or anything like that. If you want stuff like content like that, then I'll do workout stuff and show you that kind of stuff. But I don't want to I don't want like I want to be a yoga teacher, right? And I want, because I, 
like for the rest of my life basically yeah yeah and i don't want i'm happy to share it when i feel that i'm in a position to do so but when it comes to like showy office stuff um i don't want to take that down that line because it just kind of devalues it do you know what i mean yeah. it's not about losing weight do you know what i mean it's not uh, it's, it's not, not like, it's not what it's about and people ask me that about veganism all the time like um I've been vegan for, you see it on Facebook groups, I've been vegan for three months, I've not lost any weight. It's not about losing weight, you know, and that's a, there's a difference between a veganism and a plant-based diet, completely different things, which is another thing why I took veganism away, because it's just too many opportunities for people to nitpick and say you're not a vegan. But I think now that it's went mainstream, people should know the difference, because uh -huh. if you're saying you're, like I've kind of been saying to people, like that's plant-based and that's vegan, right? But I'm not saying it to tell you you're wrong for doing that or that or whatever. I'm just saying because I know you want to be vegan, mm -hmm. but that what you're doing is not, that's a plant-based diet. So veganism is a full lifestyle. Like, because people right. still come to me and say, I, I want to go vegan. And I'm like, why? Right, and I'm like, right. for the animals. And I'm like, right, so you really want to go full, like full lifestyle vegan. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you, you need to be incorporating into all aspects of your life, like your cars, your fashion, your food, your cosmetics, everything. Um, but the if you're just going plant based for like the environment or whatever, then that's a complete that's completely separate things. Like so, I, I always think people are going to think, "Oh, you're being a Karen," and I'm like, "I'm not actually trying to be a Karen. Like, I'm just trying to tell you so that you know. Do you know what I mean? So that you're not doing yeah, the wrong thing, uh, yeah. or so so that you're not like so that you're not misled. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't actually really care what other people do. But it's, it's something that I never really thought about until you just kind of said that the idea that. The, the the vegan is kind of it's it's the whole thing. Veganism's Whereas, a lifestyle. You know, vegan people veganism's not a diet. It's plant based diet is a diet, but veganism isn't a diet. Just because something's plant based as well doesn't mean that it's vegan or cruelty free. Do you know what I mean? And just because something is vegan, it doesn't mean it's ethical. Especially now that it's all went mainstream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like there is people will say, oh, veganism's bad for the environment, and it's like how. And it's like because of all, basically because of the way that capitalist agriculture is bad for the environment. And it's like, mm -hmm. right, but it's not just vegans that are eating that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're eating that uh -huh. too. And I think sometimes it's like, if veganism is bad, if what you're saying, like veganism and plant-based agriculture is bad for the environment, like there's some really good arguments for it. Do you know what I mean? Like say how detrimental it is and all that. And you know, there's human rights issues come into it as well. And um, when you're like exploiting farmers and um, bringing food in and stuff. And it's like, if that's bad, then how bad is the rest of it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's, the world is not vegan. There's no point. There's, I hate, because people say, oh yeah, there's um, stuff that's not vegan on your phone. And it's like, what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> like, what do you want, what do yeah, you actually yeah. want me to do about that? Uh -huh. Like. It's, it's so many like branches that you can go down, but it's, it's very, very complex. But I, that's why I, I've taken, try to move away from saying being vegan or whatever. But I don't know, like, it's just, it's so, I feel like I'm at a place as well where I'm reevaluating it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, as I said, I, I would say that I, I'm, I'm vegan, right? But I, I also wouldn't say to somebody that they should buy a new jacket than wearing a fur coat that's 60 year old. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, uh, I yeah. feel like sustainability is just as big an issue. Like, for me, like, I'm, I'm not necessarily against eating meat. Do you know what I mean? I ate meat for 20-odd year, 19 year. 
Um, it's obviously a natural thing to do. I'm against the global food system, do you know what I mean? Like it's very, it's a perversion of nature. And I'd said to somebody who's pretty anti-vegan, um, but we're friends, we were talking about stem-cell meat. And he was like, no, it's a complete perversion of nature. And I was like, what in factory farms aren't? And I think that was kind of the penny drop for him. And he was like, oh, right. I was like, exactly. It's not natural to kill three billion animals. Do you know what I mean? Three billion. <laughs> I don't think people, the thing is, that like, is I can number. only, a big number of people do not even realise. Like, I don't think people realise just the extent to which stuff happens. And I, see, when I learned it all, I just, I cannot unlearn it. Do you know what I mean? It's stuck in my consciousness. And I just kind of put two and two together and thought, this isn't how we're meant to live either. Do you know what I mean? Like, people do not know how their food gets to their plate, like, at all. And even, not that goes for vegans as well. You don't know how your vegetables get to your plate either. Do you know what I mean? And it's not, it's not the issue. Veganism isn't the issue. It's, it's basically capitalism's issue. Do you know what I mean? Like, and definitely, see if we had a more kind of socialist approach to communities and stuff farming wouldn't be so bad like yeah if you've made a connection to animals don't eat them i probably wouldn't right for spiritual reasons whole other topic right but um it's not as it is natural to eat an animal do you know what i mean like i don't even care if i don't care what any vegan says it is natural to eat an animal but it's not natural to do it in the way that we do it and do you know what i mean well that that actually brings up a really good point about what i was thinking about the other day like um when I was th- we were talking about it, and uh, like Joe Rogan, for example, right? He he hunts. I've watched some right? of his stuff. But he hunts, like, and uh, so so he hunt elk in areas where elk is overpopulated. So it's like I'd say that's pretty uh, ethical, to be honest. So uh, exactly, that was the thing is that's what's really good about this is that that he's actually helping the animals by. Restoring what this the system's supposed to be. Yeah. Because if, if it's overpopulated elk, there'll be you know, there's a there's a effect yeah, to co- that. Yeah, it's a, it causes an imbalance as well. Like they were wanting to bring lynx back in Scotland, yeah. but they were not wanting to do it because of the lambs or whatever. Um, but I think that's more like a farming issue. Uh, I wouldn't give. I don't but like that's my point. Is you're able, to, you're the kind of person that can really help people become well i feel like i'm vegan. still learning because sometimes yeah. i feel the way you communicate as well like people think you're attacking them and it's like i'm not actually trying to attack you here i'm actually just trying like educate you mm-hmm. in, a, in a non-patronizing way like just let you know like i'm just trying exactly <laughs> you're, you're being completely objective about it yeah uh, yeah i'm trying to be i do try and be objective about it and that's um, what but see the fact you're even able to say i'm learning all this stuff what i was going to say earlier is there's so many people that you meet that, that just are that, are, that are kidding, you know, kidding themselves on, like the sense of like, they'll come out and talk about topics, like whether it be, you see a lot of people talking about mental health, mm-hmm. while, they're, while they're going through all sorts of issues that they deal with, right? And you're like this, you're, you know, it's like, I don't want to come on and talk about... Basically, I'm the real MVP. I uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Basically, you're just you, you, you're allowing yourself to be as real and as, yeah. as authentic as possible. Whereas what I'm trying to say is, a lot of people I think are trying not to are, are, like, yeah. are kind of fighting against that and sort of yeah, like and at a something else. Well, everybody's just trapped in their ego into it. But yeah. I, I, I like I know you probably don't care about astrology, right? But somebody who's watching this, well, I'm a Leo, right? I've got a very big ego and I know it, but I try and kind of break it down a wee bit like I do have a lot of pride in that right and I'm like I'm proud of myself and like maybe I do come across a bit conceited and stuff but like overconfident but 
I've never benefited from that. Do you know what I mean? I've never yeah. benefited from kidding myself on, basically. Like, yeah, p- personality is, is a bit different. Do you know what I mean? Like, people like your personality. Yeah. That's good if you're confident and whatever else. But I've never actually benefited from lying to myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and nobody does, though. And, no. and But, but it's, that's one of the hardest things to acknowledge, the fact. Because, you know... If you're lying to yourself, you can lie to everybody, and yeah, it becomes, it becomes part of like you just you you haven't actually admit to yourself I'm lying to myself. Yeah, like it definitely that's is. That's hard. Nobody say, it's not easy. It's, it's the most I mean difficult it. thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, was to be like, you know, was to look at myself and be like, the reason why I'm unhappy isn't because I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, because yeah. I'm totally just not doing. You're anything. your own worst enemy. Have you seen that that, that meme? And it's um. Bef- before a spiritual awakening and it's the wee boy and he's got the welly on his head and then it's after a spiritual awakening and he's holding the welly on his life. Uh, so you are your own on his head, sorry. Um you are your own worst enemy. Like I know I'm like see, um I blame all my issues on everybody else, like and I blame it on the fact that I still see my mum and dad, I'm not happy there, I'm, like I want out, blah blah blah. I'll do this when I move out, I'll do that when I move out and I'll just blame everything on that. And like yeah, your environment does become you, right? And that that is a big part of it. But at the end of the day, discipline will rule over everything else, won't it? Like, if you actually work with what you've got and utilise it to get the greatest outcome, then you're on to a winner. 100%. I mean, it's like, that almost runs it off, really, I feel like. I mean, it's yeah. just, there's... there's we, we should definitely do this again, though. Yeah, so break it down into small topics because <laughs> like there's a bunch of things that we didn't touch on but like, i was going to talk to you about i know you put out um maybe we can touch on it briefly like because but it's hard to touch on it briefly because it's such an important subject but you're i've seen you putting posts out about like everything that's been going on with the police and women and, and the things oh do not get me started happening, right? <laughs> don't get me and, started and, and like one of the things that you shared that really hit me as well was when you were like the people that are silent on this are, are, are allowing I, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, one thing that's actually, I, I've had a big switch in mindset, right? And I'm, I was going to say I'm not afraid to say it. I am afraid to say it, right? I'm very afraid to say it, right? The reason this kind of, like this perspective kind of arose within me, right, was see through all the BLM stuff, right? Obviously, we can't relate. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. can't yeah. can't relate at all. I don't actually know what you're talking about. I just see all this bad thing stuff happening, um, and the only way sometimes I felt like I was being quite ignorant a lot, right? And I was like, I'm like, not that I meant to be. Do you know what I mean? It's like I just don't, I don't understand this, right? I really don't understand what's going on. And then it kind of a lot of people had never really heard of um, racism being a system thing, like a systemic thing, um, until probably last year. And I hadn't either. I just thought it was like black and white. Do you know what I mean? But then you learn a lot of stuff, and you're like, this, um, this is like a, a deeply rooted issue throughout society that oppresses one group of people, right? And when I started to wake up and learn about that, and actually realise that, and actually realise my own ignorance, like that, you, it's not that you're meaning to be any topic at all, whether it's you know veganism, feminism, racism, any ism and schism. The people that don't understand it are ignorant to it, not because they don't, not because they mean to be, but because they don't know any better. Do you know what I mean? You can only meet yeah. somebody as far as they've met themselves. Like, I, and obviously that doesn't, I, doesn't resonate with me at all because obviously I'm 
a white privileged person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the only re way I came to understand that, right, was by substituting in feminism, something that I could relate to. And I thought, do you know what actually makes sense? Because I was like, because I think men don't understand, they don't know, they've never experienced it. They say they do, but they don't. Do you know what I mean? And it's the same when you when you flip it around. Like, um, you know, why are men playing the, the victim? Why are they doing this, that, the other? And it, and then that was the, when it was all the BLM stuff was coming on and a lot of stuff started making sense to me, like saying like, oh shit, I'm playing the victim here. Like, this is not my problem. Do you know what I mean? This is your problem. I need to help you. Do you know what I mean? This is this is a problem that, although I personally have not created it, I, I feed into it. Do you know what I mean? So I need to stop that, recognise it and help help you guys get on your side. And that's when that, that kind of perspective, like was born for me when I substituted feminism and now it makes so much sense like I don't actually like something like obviously you say women are are the oppressed group or whatever and I'm you ask the question like well why do men not is why do men act the way they do and men who claim they're not rapists but it's like but you're acting like one do you know what I mean whereas like a white person would say well I'm not racist and it's like but you're acting like one do you know what I mean like even yeah. though you might not have that bad intent in your heart, you're still feeding into that system. Do you know what I mean? Whether that's the racist system or the patriarchy, it's like you're still you're feeling it. Like you're 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 putting yeah. coal in the fire and you're allowing it to keep burning. And until you actually realise you're doing that, you're not you can't stop it. Do you know what I mean? But then it's it's, it's not easy to turn around and say, oh, I've been sexist or I've I've I've, I've been a rapist sympathizer or I've been racist. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not easy to come forward and say that. Like it's hard to come forward and say you've done something wrong, right? And people, men say, oh, it's, but it's not all men. Like it's not basically they're saying it's not me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And it's like, right, but you're feeding into the system by doing that. Do you know what I mean? And it's, I think a lot of men have, it's coming forward now, like especially with the laws and whatever, right? A lot of men are realizing that they have done something wrong or like mm -hmm. bad, basically. <laughs> I think they just don't want to get to jail. Do you know what I mean? But it would never happen that way anyway. That's not women don't want men yeah. to go to jail. Do you know what I mean? Women want men to realize what they're doing is wrong. The same way as I imagine, like, well, I was talking to my two friends, right? One's mixed race and one's black, and they were explaining it to me in a way I'd never heard it before, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they were explaining like the BLM and things, the way as a system, how they're less likely to do good in school or whatever, I can't really remember, because of the way the system works. And I, I, tuned, I put two and two together and I thought, what the hell, that actually makes so much sense. Like, like see the way, like, talk about disabilities, like, it's not that there's anything wrong with you, it's that the society's not built for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was the same. It's, same uh -huh, it's like, the, the world's not vegan, it's not built for disabled people, it works against black people, it works against women. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, do you know what At I mean? All. Any, and I don't that's mean. The thing. See, I'm weary of saying something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't want to yeah. say anything that's wrong or offensive. But if I do, then I would want somebody to tell me. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm willing to, I'm willing to admit I'm wrong. Do you know what I mean? It does I'm, all come. It does all come together. Like it comes all because because it's all. That's how we can all relate, and that's how because we're, we're, we're we are stronger than numbers. So if we can all if we if we, if you can relate. What does that mean? I, I, in the sense of like you're talking about the different you know so if you apply the way that I describe disability mm -hmm. and the way that you describe feminism to, to everything to the to be a lemon yeah to like any ism yeah and we, any system so what I mean is if we were a way to realise that and relate to each other 
then we could all fight our battles together. Yeah, you know and, uh-huh, and come, I mean. come to unity, do you know what yeah, I mean? There's just so much I mean. conflict uh-huh. and people... The thing is, a lot of people say education is key and everybody knows education is key, but nobody wants to educate. Do you know what I mean? Nobody yeah, wants to actually... People exactly. want to argue about it. We need to put money in education first for education to be. No, yeah, I've, yeah, definitely. But I mean, like education, like we're sat here talking, educating each other. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but no, nobody. Like you try and teach somebody something, and they think you're you're trying to put them down or something. And it's so like, when you're trying saying, to bring you up, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like you're trying actually. It's, it's it's an important thing you're saying, and it's, it's but I'm guilty of it too as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if I've said something, not like if I'm in the wrong, right? Yeah. Um. And somebody tries to educate me in something, you do, you do go snide. Do you know what I mean? You're like, who are you talking to? Like, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but then you do actually need to t- uh, take a step back and think, no, I actually was wrong now. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's hard, like, it's hard to it's hard to put your hands up and say, I'm sorry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, well, that, it's never easy. It's never an easy thing. And like, even you're saying, when, when you, you know how you're talking about the idea of like, when men are able to be like, it's, it's not, all they're saying is, it's not me, basically. So what you're meaning by that essentially is that if, you're then saying it's not me, but by by doing that, you're 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 feeding into it in the sense of the only way that you're able to change this isn't by saying it's not me. It's about saying who is it? How are we going? That, to yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not me. It's not me. It's not what you mean. It's like, well, who is it then? Exactly. Who is it? That's the point. <laughs> like, so you're not 